Dose. Aye, mate. Meat's what we need. A brace of plump wood pigeons, or even a fish. I like fishes. The stoat flung his turnip into the fire, scowling. We don't have to put up with this muck. I thought we was ravagers, not scavengers. Anyhow, what are we supposed to be doing? That's what I'd like to know. The first rat retrieved the turnip from the hot ashes, wiping it off on his tattered sleeve. Zwilt the Shade says Sable Queen wants Woodlanders young'uns, so we've got to stay hid in the area and capture any we sees. That's our orders, mate. Testing the edge of his blade on a grimy paw, the stoat grinned wickedly. Young'uns would make good meat. Just let me get me paws on a fat dormouse or a chubby little squirrel. I'd let Zwilt have the bones to give to the Sable Queen. The smaller of the two rats looked fearful. You do that. I wouldn't like to be you if Zwilt found out. The burly stoat tossed his dagger into the air, catching it skillfully. So what if any did, eh? Listen, I ain't scared of Zwilt or his Sable Queen. They don't bother me. The larger rat whispered nervously. Be careful what you say. They don't call him Zwilt the Shade for nothing. Some say he's magic. The stoat scoffed. Rubbish. What sort of magic, eh? The rat took swift glances up and down the bank. Nobody sees Zwilt unless he wants them to. They say he can come and go, secretly, just as he pleases. The big stoat shook his head pityingly. You're a right old frog wife, even you believe that? Shade or no shade, Zwilt's just a beast like any other. You see this dagger of mine? Well, one good stab of it would make Zwilt vanish forever. The voice came out of nowhere. How can you do that when you're already dead, fool? Brandishing his weapon, the stoat bounded upright. Who said that? Who's there? From behind his back, a cloaked figure emerged through the smoky willow foliage. With lightning speed and savage strength, it wrenched the stoat's paw backward, sending the dagger spinning. Dust rose as the stoat's back slammed against the ground. He lay there, staring up into the face of Zwilt the Shade. The sable was a sight to instill fear into most creatures. Behind the natural mask of dark fear, his eyes were totally black, dead and inscrutable. Swilt was lean, wiry, and very tall for one of his species. Beneath a flowing cloak of dull purple, he wore a snakeskin belt with a broadsword thrust through it. His teeth showed small, white and sharply pointed as he hissed at the hapless stoat. You should have believed the rats. They spoke truly. The burly stoat gulped. Sire, I was only jesting. Swilt held a paw to his lips. Silence. You should not be speaking. I've already told you that you're dead. In desperation, the stoat tried to rise. No, I ain't. The broadsword appeared suddenly in Zwilt's paws. He swung it like lightning as the severed head rolled into the river. Zwilt addressed it. Oh, yes, you are. Perhaps you'll believe me now. Without raising his voice, Zwilt the Shade turned his unblinking stare on the two rats. You believe me, don't you? They both nodded wordlessly in stunned silence. The tall killer wiped his blade on the headless carcass. Get this thing out of my sight. Throw it in the river. The rats scrambled to obey his order. When they turned back again, he had gone. There was only the fire dying to embers in the bright summer afternoon. The remains of their former comrade drifted slowly away on the currents.
None of the vermin band known as the Ravagers dared to disobey Zwilt the Shade. His orders came direct from Vilea, the one they called the Sable Queen. Chapter 2 Waves broke endlessly on the sands of Mossflower's western shore, with the lonely hissing sigh that is the music of the sea. Late noon sun was still warming the beach above the tide line, where the mountain of Salamandastrum towered over all. Brang the Badger Lord and his trusty.